Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They just heard what the police told them. The Chosen. Yo, yo, test one, two, test one, two. Greg Street in the building. I'm riding with my homie Big Cell. FHO Radio, the podcast with the FHO NIC. Big Cell, Lil Debo, aka the Brown Eminem. Coast to coast. On the mics. Fast Harley's only. Get with it. Motorcycling is life. I'm telling you 
Big Fail? This is your boy, Pastor Nate, from Enlightened Ministry Viper Church from Los Angeles, California. When we're not riding, we listen to FHO Podcast Radio. Yo, this is Vision by Cinnamon Style. If I'm not advertising, networking, or promoting for you, I'm tuning in to FHO Radio with Big Fail, Shawty. Yo, Yo, man, it's your boy, boy Big Sarge from Florida Chapter Soul Brothers, man. Y'all know how I am. I'm always listening to my man, Big Cell, from FHO Podcast Radio. He keep it motorcycling. The Chosen. Yo, yo, test one, two, test one, two. Greg Street in the building. I'm riding with my homie, Big Cell. FHO Radio, the podcast with the FHO NIC, Big Cell, Lil Debo, aka the Brown Eminem, Coast to Coast, on the mics, Fast Harleys only, get with it. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's happening, man? It's Wednesday. It's that chronic, man. You, you know what I mean? That, you got that bowler? I got that you chronic. Got that bowler, that's, what, that's that chronic. <laughs> you know what the fuck you talking about? It's all right. The motherfucker over here, man. Anyway, man, what's happening, man? It is what's Wednesday, man. The 13th of uh, May, somewhere, or something like that, or call it as they say, man. Uh, it's going down, man. Uh, it's been a beautiful week, man. It's it's already May. I, I'm telling you, man. This this year, even with this bullshit, done flu. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, the world is different, y'all. Oh. It's, it's different. It's different outside. If you been outside lately? It's a little different outside, man. You don't even feel it outside. Don't even feel the same no more. You understand me? <laughs> so it's different outside, man. So I hope y'all been keeping COVID safe. It ain't went nowhere. So keep on fucking around, thinking. You know, you ain't got to wear your mask, and you ain't got to wash your hands, and you ain't going to be all up in your pot in the face, all up in his grill. You fuck around and catch the COVID in, in July, you're going to be mad as a motherfucker, you understand me? Yeah, you motherfucking top, be pissed off. Hey, man, it's going down, man. So it is what it is, man. Since the last time we was here, man, Gums was in the studio. We back on doing our thing, man. He back to that. What's that? That's the Gentleman Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. That's your favorite shit right there, man. So it is what it is, man. I just want to tell everybody, man, for right now. Just I just want to tell everybody, man. Go a hug from me, man. Take this hug. Know that I love you. Know that I care about you. I hope you're having fun. I hope y'all riding your motorcycle, man, doing your thing. Just just practicing safe love. You understand me? Safe MCing, man. And uh, you know, still just like I said, we got to be careful. There's a lot of shit going on. Elections is coming up. All of the so-called uh, mail-in ballots done went out. No, I ain't motherfucking. I ain't got a ballot yet in that motherfucker. I'm still going to yeah. vote. I'm crashing the motherfucking voting booth. Boo, let me up in here. I'm voting. Yeah, man. So I'm crashing the booth. Um, if you guys had a chance to see, we went down to um, to, uh, Ala, to, um, to Georgia down there in Brunswick, man, and and rode out, for, uh, rode out for our boy, man. That was some beautiful stuff. We had over 500 bikers show up, man. That was awesome. Um. You know, but it is what it is, man. Life is a lot of shit going on, man. But you didn't tell me about that because I wrote. Man, listen, they they made me. It was Friday. We were leaving Saturday. They talked about it Friday morning. Saturday, I was going in that morning. So I just turned. It wasn't but it wasn't but like three hundred fifty miles round trip for me. So I mean, three hundred three hundred fifty miles one way, seven hundred round trip. So I went down there, did everything, knocked it out, and got on back, man. So that's all it was, but. We had a good time. It was a good representation. My man, Snowman, my girl, Keisha Brown, Heavy D, 
and everybody else that was involved, man, they put it all together, man. And it was a beautiful thing. I was glad I was able to see it, see the whole situation, the whole setup for myself, man. And just and ex- experience it. You know, a lot of people say, what does marching do? What does protesting do? Well, I got to tell everybody until you've done it, shut the fuck up. If you haven't protested and you haven't marched for the cause, then shut up. You know what I'm saying? You know, then you'll find out what they do or don't do because you didn't done it. So that's what it is, man. So guns, what's been happening, man? What's been up? Shit ain't nothing, man. This motherfucking work, man. It's been like crazy trying to get this. Uh, they about to take us back, I think, in the next two weeks. So uh, we just been trying to get shit prepped for people coming back into work. So that, that's been my main concept. But we did get a chance to get out this weekend and ride. So that was that was actually a blessing, man. It's, the weather held up. Kind of looked like it was going to be nasty, but yeah, we was able to get out and ride, you know, break some bread, shit like that. So it's always good to get on the road and get a chance to spend some time with your brothers, man. Because a lot of times, you know, it just, when stuff like this happened, it just kind of, sometimes it falls on the wayside. But no, nah, it was good, man. We, we we had a good time, man. What's up, Emo? <laughs> All right, so, man, tonight, man, I just want y'all to know, I did not start this shit. This was all guns tonight, because y'all, you know what I'm saying? So don't be, oh, all the way with the bullshit. Tonight, guns picked a topic, you know what I'm saying? So do not be mad at me. It is what it is, but we're going to have a ball with it. I know I'm going to have some fun with it, because I got a lot of shit to say for you T-shirts, for you T-shirt MCs. Hey, look, it's weird, because, like, most of the time, like, we talk about today, so I come up with a topic or whatever it is, sometimes we just kind of, Hey, let's talk about this and let's talk about that. But nine times out of ten, you know, you just like, yo, what's up? So I don't know what they talking about. <laughs> we be on the fly with it, man. Me and Guns will be practicing that. We be on the fly. What are we talking about? Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> All right, man. So listen, tonight, man. Tonight, hey, we man. planned it out, man. This shit wouldn't be as real as it is, man. That so part. you can't, you know, you just can't just be playing this shit out, coming up with a dialogue. You got your paper down here, like, Got a teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no, no fucking teleprompters here. No, man. This live and uncut, man. Live and uncut, man. My little brother Victor. What up, Vic? My little brother all at that AZ, man. You know what I'm talking about? What's happening with the little bro? So we on, man. Let me see what we got in here, man. I know we got uh, Skipper Ramo, 40 Soul Brothers in the building. Big Sarge Soul Brother. Duval County in the building. Y'all get that mail right down there. I got a bunch of shit from China. I've been waiting on my shit for down there two months, man. And had me order all this shit. I ain't got my shit yet. Get it together down there, Sarge. Give me my stuff, man. Immediately, man. Hey, y'all, you know Duval County, man. You know, you know how that is. Hey, man, they down there getting it in. Lost one, Kern. I see you, my man. New York, what's happening? Swift, what up? You understand me? It's going down, man. CPT Slick, what's happening? STS Missouri, what up? J King, Rich, who was that? Rich Dad Five Six Four, what's happening with it, man? Everybody, I got a piece. Joseph Lofton, what's happening, man? D-Nice D- Davis. V, what hey, up, man? V, president of FHO. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. I'm trying to think who that is. I man. know who that is. King, Soul Brothers. King from Soul Brothers <laughs> on the in the building. Savage. Uh, Savage, Mr. Cappy Cool. Vernon Poe. What up, Bolo? Mr. Fagart. What's happening, Mr. Fagart? Uh, Robert Lanyard. Man, I got some heavy hitters on here. Mr. No Excuse, Ray Brown. Just some cool shout outs, man. So we got to talk about the damn t-shirt clubs. Hey, Thomas Navarro. <laughs> Uh, Ron Smith, what up, right? Uh, Emo again, what up, Mo? Uh, Mo, get with me tomorrow, man. We need to know a decision on what y'all gonna do, man. I gotta uh, get this stuff for Sturgis on point. They've been on my head, so uh, so solid. What up? I see you. 
Kevin Showtime Walker, what up with it? Big Slim, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Anyway, man, so let me start this thing off by this. I get a lot of questions, and people ask me all the time. Sell, man. What do we do, man, when it's hot? Do we have to wear our vest? Sometimes it just be too hot to wear our vest. <laughs> hey, man, listen, man. Listen, man. If Let me just say this, man. Your T-shirt, your tattoo on your back, your muscle shirt, your matching anniversary club shirts. You say your muscle shirt. Hey, man, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to cover all bases. Your, your, you know, your titty tank top, you know, your, you know, whatever the fuck you want to wear. Excuse me for cursing. Whatever you want to wear. It can never substitute your colors. I don't care if it's 147 degrees in the shade, man. That vest is to be worn at all times when you're MCing. When you're MCing. When you are MCing, what you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, is that you don't mean shit. Your vest is more important than you when you're MCing. Let's get some understanding in the house right now. Everybody say, Amen, because the church, the doors of the church are now open. You understand me? Uh, your when you are MC, when you are MCing, when you are at the party, when you are on your motorcycle riding with your club, when you at the clubhouse, when you hanging out, when you doing whatever it is you doing in the name of MCing, you ain't shit. Your vest is more important than you. So what you mean, Sal? If I'm wearing the vest, bro, hear what I'm telling you. Try to understand this. Try to grasp this. Try to put this to through your little bitty ass head. You understand this? I know you a G in the streets. I know you a reputable motherfucker. I know you. You know I, I don't play that. I slap a bitch. You know I, I know. I know. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know. But when you own some motorcycle shit, when you own some MC shit, your vest is the only thing that's going to keep you safe. You will not get dealt with because of your vest, not because of who you are. Because if your club is respected and your club is, is known for to be known that, that, that they motorcycle, that they MC, and if your club is MCing, then MCs think twice about MCing with MCs that MC. You understand me? Did that did that come out right, Gun? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing, I, and this the reason why I chose this topic, and the reason why I want to talk about this topic, is it goes against the basic foundations of what. It not we're not even talking about motorcycle. We're, we're not even going to talk about that. What we're going to talk about is it goes in the basics of common fucking sense. Like, if you're in a car club, you have to have a car. If you're in a motorcycle club, you have to have a motorcycle. If you're in a social club, you need to be social. <laughs> you can't have some thugs up in a social club. <laughs> you can't get that social club is what it is. I'm, I'm fucking around. I don't know what a social club does, but whatever it is. But the whole concept that comes down to it is the foundation of this has been laid down. Generation to generation to generation from... 1903, when motorcycles actually came into, into formation, there was motorcycle clubs. And people was in the motorcycle club with motorcycles. 
you know, fast forward to 2020 and it's like all of a sudden it seems like people are not worried about the foundations and what motorcycle is about. They more worried about the numbers. They more worried about how many people was going to show up at the event, how many people was going to do this, how many, and then it turns into legitimately uh, a t-shirt club because that's, you know, in, and, I, and I'm going to get into it a little bit more, but that's really what it kind of turns into is that you got five members and you got 30 people that's in your, in your nation, 30 people in your club. You got five members that ride and 25 people with a T-shirt. Because that's really all it is, or 25 people with cuts that don't ride. The, the concept of it is, and always has been, is if you're in a motorcycle club, the first foundation of a motorcycle club is the fact that you should own and ride a motorcycle, own and ride a motorcycle. We joked about it a couple of weeks ago. Cats is like, well, y'all didn't never tell us, man, we had to ride. Y'all just said we had to own it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's really kind of, you look at it and you go, oh, okay, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe somebody fucked up. But when it comes down to it, what you know, and what it should be in your club is if you have members in your club that are not a part of the MC thing, then they should not be. I and mean, this is my personal perspective. They should not be wearing a vest that represents your nation because if they're wearing a vest that represents your club and they don't own a motorcycle, eventually people are going to understand that they don't own a motorcycle. There's nah, nothing. But, but, but let, me, let me add this too. Let me add this too. Let me, let me tell y'all something. There's nothing more disrespectful than a person wearing the same vest I'm wearing that hasn't prospected. That hasn't oh. that hasn't been responsible enough to own and operate a motorcycle. That hasn't been responsible enough to manage his daily activities, i.e., his work, his family, his extra time, his free time. There's nothing more disrespectful than a person having a vest on just like mine, and I'm I, and I got to do all the things that it takes to keep this vest. I.e., see, we're not going to even just talk about the paying the dues or the riding, let's talk about managing your household. Let's talk about being yeah. responsible enough to, to be able to make it all work. You understand me? All of these things are even before we get to the motorcycle. So when you tell me, or when I see, or if I'm in a club and we giving a person a vest, uh, because they hang around us or because they, this or whatever the reason may be, or, you know, even to the point of wives, Girlfriend, I know y'all don't want to hear that. Let me step me. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm finna step on some toes. Even to the point of wives, girlfriends, boo things, side pieces, number ones, twos, threes, and fours, and the homeboy sister, or this the homegirl auntie. Listen, they cannot wear the same vest I wear, the same colors that I wear. They can't do it. They should. Well, they should got to be different. I just it just is what it is. It's disrespectful. Well, this is, I mean, to touch on that, so then it's like my former nation, how, how it works with that. When I got on my former nation, I can guarantee you, by the time I spent six years, there was over 30, 40 people that had died in that nation itself. And I would say this without a question, maybe five or six died of either natural causes or whatever it is. Everybody else died on the road. They died from gunfire, but they died wearing their vests. There's blood. There's so much that's on that vest and your colors that people don't understand. Now, if you just, I mean, you know, a 99 and you guys really ain't had no issues or problems. Y'all just started up five years ago. You ain't even lost a member yet. 
you don't understand it and you don't have the same emotions and the same feelings I would have. Because when you look at it, there's people that have lost their lives. There's people that are locked up, incarcerated right now. There's people that have done so much for your fucking colors and your vest and that center patch. You don't even realize it. You don't even understand it. And then all of a sudden, you disrespect them by not upholding the standards that they, they that you fought by, the standards that you addressed, the standards that was established that you have to own a motorcycle, you have to be a part of this in order for you to even have that vest on. So all of a sudden, if it becomes, you know, oh, well, put your vest on so we can go get most members in this party. You got the game fucked up. You know, put your vest on because you need to do this. I, I can tell you this, and this is a guy that's true. If anybody's ever seen me outside of my place or outside of thing, like if I had to fly somewhere, the only time I would fly and actually take my vest with me is if I'm going to a function that was a, that was specific that I needed my vest. If I was going on a vacation time frame or doing that, I always had soft colors. I always had my jacket. I always had something that represented my club because my rules and regulations that I live by, my rules and regulations that I live by, I wear my vest the only or the only time that I wear my vest is if I'm on fucking twos or I'm on threes. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Typically, that's how it is. Now, church and storming and snowing, whatever it is, it is what it is. But I can tell you this. The first motherfucker to say, well, uh, man, we're going out to this thing. We're going out to this event. I can't ride my motorcycle. I lived in fucking Denver, basically in, in Wyoming. Anybody who's been to fucking Wyoming knows constant 30-mile-an-hour winds. If you ain't 60 degrees, you can't ride that way, don't fucking get on your bike. Same thing with the weather. If the fucking roads is clear, we ride. I used to ride from Casper, Wyoming to Denver. You guys fucking Google that shit and see how far it is. That's five hours, six hours, depending on how you roll it, just to go to church. And yet I would roll because those are the requirements of being in the fucking club. So if you don't want to live up to those requirements, i.e. having this, but here's the thing I don't get, and this is one thing I'll, I'll say to this. How the fuck did it get to the point where you got a motherfucker that's prospecting and he patches, and the motherfucker don't own a bike. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> and if that happened, if you're looking at it, you should say to your child, you just literally basically made it, made your, your, your fucking club into a, a t-shirt club or a fucking, you know, all y'all doing is just uh, dealing with numbers or whatever it is versus actually upholding the standards of people that died before you. But you know what, though? There's some dudes out there that their clubs ain't built like some of the clubs that we've, we've been around. And there's clubs out there that they just ain't as serious as it is, or they don't take it as serious as we do. And that's all right, man. That's on you. But don't come around me with that bullshit about, oh, well, we do this and we do that and we do this. 
when you show up at a dominant and you want to go ahead and start a, a club up, you got two members talking about you got six. Where are those motherfuckers at? Oh, well, they had to do this. They had to do this. So you're telling me right now that you coming over here trying to start a chapter wasn't important enough for these motherfuckers to come and be here to motherfucking represent themselves and show themselves to us? And you come here asking for fucking for blessings? Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Well, well so, so, so listen. Let me say this. <laughs> Let me say this, man. You have to understand what this whole thing is about. This, this this whole thing. When you join a motorcycle club, you give up the you for the them. You give up the I for the we. You give up the my stuff for the our stuff. Hear what I just said now, because I want you to understand this. When you join a motorcycle club, you lay down your... Let me say, because I don't want to say that you, you keep your identity, you keep who you are, but you lay down your aspirations for the most part. And then you pick up the aspirations and the vision of the club. So basically what I'm saying is this, when you join a motorcycle club, you set you to the side and you find out what we need. It's more important about the we. So it ain't because I've had some people tell me, well, man, shit, I didn't want to wear my vest because it was going to fuck up my brand new shirt. Man, I slapped the, the the taste out your mouth. You, you understand me? You have to understand that. Listen, the only reason why you have a pass and the only reason why you're able to get through certain doors and, and to be in certain places is because of the vest. It ain't got nothing to do with who you are. Some people have earned that right of who they are. They can make them kind of moves. But still, the vest is the reason they make the moves. If the vest is the reason why you're able to do this and do that. Now, when we talk about not having a motorcycle or being an MC, one of the first questions I got was, damn, sales. so a motherfucker loses his motorcycle and shit get repossessed and you just going to kick him out the club? What happened to Brotherhood? Understand this. <laughs> Understand this. Being in a motorcycle club is being responsible. Being in a motorcycle club is being financially stable. Being in a motorcycle club is the ability, the ability to be able to handle, manage, and and to and to do grown folks shit. Grown folks don't get shit repossessed. <laughs> hey, I be telling, I be telling people like, hey, when they used to come in, one of my former days, they like, hey, I'm like, why do you want to become a part of? This? So you understand, if you're not financially set, and you're not financially, uh, you know, be able to take care of your business. You're not gonna make it in this club because being a one percenter without a question is a fucking expensive thing. I'm talking about nine the rest of outlaw. I'm talking about just in one concept of owning a motorcycle, being in a motorcycle club is an expensive, expensive process. I'm and talking about throwing money to the wind. If you don't have what, what your boy Robert Harris say, you got any spare change? Yeah. You, you, so hey, we're gonna change. You got any MC change? Because <laughs> when you join the motorcycle, you got any MC change? Because understand this. It requires your time. That's number one. That's number one. A lot of y'all join the motorcycle clubs and don't got but five hours a week. <laughs> to be an MC, to truly be an MC, to gain brotherhood, sisterhood, the whole nine yards, it requires forty hours a week to be an MC. Whether yeah, you, you about to, you, hey, hey, you about to, you about to hurt some recruiting. Man. Hey, I'm just, I'm recruiting. just, I'm just keeping it one hundred, man. If you don't have forty hours a week minimum to dedicate to your MC, then you don't got no business MCing. Because listen, number one, 
it take time. To be an MC takes time. We got shit to do. We got motorcycles to ride, places to be, people to, to hobnob. If, if Lord forbid, we got a clubhouse. That's whew, now, now you're on a whole other ball game. So you gotta have time. You gotta have time. Then you gotta have your finances in order because it costs bread. You know, hotels ain't free, gas ain't free, maintenance ain't free, tires ain't free. All the shit that you need to do the motor, it ain't free. So you, you gotta have money and time. The third thing you gotta have is grown folks business at the house. Cause a lot of y'all, if your wife say you can't go, you're going to sit your punk ass down. You understand me? A lot of y'all is, is some hand picked ass, you know, and well, say the reason why I ain't never joined the club, man. Cause my wife say, you know, they, we don't need that. Right. Your wife. Hey, motorcycle dangerous. Yeah. Yo, your, your, your <laughs> wife. Yeah. Yo, I done had to do sell his whole motorcycle. Cause he, he done got with a bra and the bra said, well, I don't want you to ride a motorcycle. Okay. Listen, man. Listen, listen, MCN is truly about being grown all the way around the board. That's why you're supposed to be 21. At 21, you're supposed to be considered grown. But beyond that, when you join a motorcycle club, you're at a point in your life where it's settled. You know, you, you, everything is settled. Your, your, your living arrangements are settled. You're, you're basically you done settled in, you know, life is good. You done settled in, you're doing your thing. And so now you want to incorporate this other part of it. Okay. So to answer your question, man, and my brother and so if he, if his bike get repossessed, he can't be in the club. He don't have a motorcycle. <laughs> See, cause what's going what's to happen is what, what happens is, and this is how it happens in most clubs. Eating. Ooh, Ooh, I'm going to say it guns. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Listen, to all my OGs and my founders, if you don't retire, if you don't do whatever your club requirements is to retire 10 or 15 years of solid service, uninterrupted solid service, that's what it takes to retire 10 to 15 years of uninterrupted solid service. If you haven't done that, then you need a motorcycle. I mean, I just, I, I still, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's things that are part of your, or let's see, I got to, they should be a part of yeah, your bylaws. <laughs> so that's the first aspect of it. So it should be a part of your bylaws and it should address time frames and things like that in terms of somebody that went down, the motorcycle got, you know, tore up or whatever it is, getting me back on his feet. And I always address that because I know one time somebody kind of came and was like, well, if he's down, he's out, whatever it is, what did you guys actually do? And we did. I mean, we literally went back, uh, did a couple fundraisers for him to be able to get, you know, get back on his feet or whatever it is. And that was just us reaching out to him, got it, got it to the point where he was able to get back on the bike. But again, this was somebody that wanted to get, see, that, that's the whole concept of this whole thing. Nine times out of 10, it ain't the person that wants to get and wants to be. Damn, that's fucked up right there. Wants to be the damn guys. Uh, what is that Kanye West? <laughs> that's funny. But it ain't the person that wants to be in the MC. It's not the person that's motivated to MC. It's not a person that loves this life that they want to be on that road and they want to get on that damn highway and break bread with their brothers. It's not that motherfucker. It's the motherfucker that don't want to get on the road. He don't want to do this and he don't want to do that. But what he wants is he wants a fucking vest because the vest shows or represents 
that he is a part of something. But if you're not a part of fight, if, if that best means you're a part of something, then you wasn't a pretty piece of shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what you want. You wasn't shit anyway from the start. So if that best makes you a part of something, then you wasn't shit from the start. You have to be the person that establishes and addresses everything within your club. That vest has absolutely nothing to do with you as a person. It's nothing to do with you as a fucking a man. It has everything to do with how you represent yourself and how you represent your club. And if you're not representing your club by riding a fucking motorcycle, then all you are is a bitch on the set. And that's all it is. When it comes down to it, that's all you are. So you might as well just get a skirt, dress, or whatever the rest of the shit you want to wear. And put that shit on because that's how I see you, man. If you fucking walking on, oh, man, my bike been down, you know, I'm like, wait a minute, your bike was down two years ago. Damn, you know, shit. Your bike's still in the shop? You know, all of a sudden it gets to the point. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Where you start to look at people and you start to say, are they really about this life or are they really about that best? Because that's really, I would say coming into this year's and coming into the 2000, 2008, it became fashionable to have a fucking best. It became fashionable to have this and this and that, blah, blah, blah. That's what you needed. But a real motherfucker that's a part of this lifestyle, you don't give a fuck about a vest. <laughs> the, the vest represents his nation. A vest represents who he is in terms of you know, his nation. But without his vest, who is that person? If he ain't the same motherfucker without his vest, he sure ain't the same motherfucker with it. So that's what it comes down to, man. We, You have to be about respecting your club rules and guidance and stuff like that. But if you're just in it for a vest and not about breaking bread with your brothers, enjoying time with your brothers, look, just... Like, I saw your video with Big Punch. Y'all motherfuckers just pulled up on the spot, sat there bullshitting around and talked. That shit right there, the mileage, getting a chance to just break bread and things like that is more valuable than any fucking thing you will ever come across. That vest, ain't go, that vest might get you some pussy. That vest might get you a few free drinks. That vest might get you that. But that vest without a bike is, is not going to get you a bit of fucking respect. Because the real motherfuckers that's on that highway they going to respect you when they see you got bugs on your fucking vest. They're going to respect you when you see you got dirt and shit all over your fucking shoes. They're going to look at you when they know that you've been on that road and I need a few minutes to go fucking sit shower and shave and get back here and fuck with y'all. That's how people respect you. They don't respect you by the fucking vest you wear. They respect you by what the fuck you do while you're wearing that fucking vest. There it is there, man. You know what I'm talking about? There it is there, man. Commercial time, man. We're going to be right back, man. You t-shirt MCs, 
You know Mike MCs, man. FHO Podcast Radio, man. We be right back, man. FHO Towing, your premier luxury motorcycle towing company. Specializing in all motorcycles, ATVs, trikes, and cycle-related vehicles. FHO Towing is bonded, licensed, and insured. Why tow with the rest when you can be towed by the best? Contact FHO Towing at 404-423-8183 or 404-593-9695. Can't get it to the shop? We also pick up by appointment. Don't forget, we know how to take care of your ride because we ride. Follow us at FHOTowing.com. Instagram, FHO underscore towing. Facebook, FHO Towing. Say, man, FHO Towing is all the way live in the building. Check this out, man. I done spent the check, man. I got the top of the line truck, top of the line tow machine. I got everything I've been practicing. Hell, I dropped my bike to make sure I wouldn't drop your bike. How about that? Who does that, man? FHO Towing, 404 uh, 424. You know your number. 423. I got to learn it. 8183. I had the paper right in front of me. 404 423 8183. FHO Towing. Hey, even if you're out of town, I'll come get you. I'll come get you from out of town. You know what I'm talking about? I'm licensed, bonded, and insured. I got you covered, man. You know summer is coming. Summer is coming. Time to start trimming down. Down, down, down. The IASO Detox Tea is all you need to start on your way to that karate body and a healthy you. The IASO Detox Tea comes in a kit that does it all. From boosting energy to all your vitamins. With a smooth and gentle detox. Easy and simple to use. Drink one bottle of tea in the morning along with the NRG Energy Tablet and iShot Nutra Burst for all of your essential vitamins for just five days a week. You don't have to change your eating habits or get your ass to the gym. IASO Detox Tea. Grab yours today at FastHarleysOnly.com. At FastHarleysOnly.com. Say, man, don't forget the ISO tea. Y'all see your boy, man. Listen, man. I'm working on this karate body. I'm slimming down. Y'all, y'all can bullshit all you want to. You stay in the house and get fat. Your boy's slimming and trimming, man. I ain't playing no games with it, man. The ISO tea, if you need some information, the detox and weight loss tea is going down. It's the business. I promise you that. You do not want to miss it. Listen, man. Easy to use. It's the easiest shit in the world to use. Take your shake in the morning. Take your pill. Take your uh, your uh, vitamin, uh, liquid vitamin burst. Do your thing, man. I'm on it, man. I'm down to 270-something, so I'm, I'm 60, 50, 40. It's coming, man. Stay tuned, man. It's coming, man. Montana Cigar Company sells premium cigars and accessories. Located in Union City, Georgia at 4641 Flat Shoals Road, Sweet C, Union City, Georgia, 30291. Montana Cigar Company offers a smooth, laid-back, serene, mature adult environment for cigar aficionados. Discounts for all the first responders, military, teachers, and nurses. Come enjoy your favorite games and boxing matches on our big screen. TVs. We also have a poker table where you can come and try your luck. Get ready for the United Bikers Jamboree, June 24th through the 28th, 2020, in Tampa, Florida, at the Florida State Fairgrounds, 4800 US 301, Tampa, Florida, 33610. Performing live, Tucker. Pokey Bears. 
more info, go to www.unitedbikers.com. For hotel reservations, call 832-848-1068 or email ubj at mtgcreative.net. Daily admission, $30. Go to eventbrite.com or the Fairgrounds box office. It's the Tampa United Bikers Jamboree, 226 through 28. Select Luxury Cars, proud sponsor of the FHO Podcast Live Show. The most diverse luxury vehicle selection in the greater Atlanta area. The highest quality customer service and unmatched nationwide pricing. Contact Mike Goodall at 678-855-2292 to schedule your appointment today. Select luxury cars. Trusted family dealer since 1994. Say, man, listen, if you're looking for a car, man, you got your little little stimulus money, man. You got your 1200 you might as well fuck it off, man. If you're going to fuck it off, fuck it off, my man, select luxury cars. My man, Mike Goodall, he's the man. I don't know if y'all seen that big old pretty thing. He helped me get outside, man, that big old pretty 3500 I got out there, that 3500 high country I got out there, man. That's all because of my man, uh, Mike Goodall from Select Luxury Cars. So hit him up. He, he is the man. He will Even if you don't buy from him, he'll give you the best advice, tell you what to do, give your contract, good or no good, sign it or don't sign it, man. So it is what it is, man. I got a caller that's called. Um, it's Showtime, Marianne yeah, Peterson. Right Mac- Say, caller, state your name. Where you calling from? Um, it's Showtime from Los Angeles, California. What you got, pretty lady? Hey, y'all, let me tell y'all something right now, man. I'm going to tell y'all, let me say this right now. If any one of you motherfuckers get out of line, I'm slapping the shit out of you right now. This is my baby right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? This is my girl oh. right here, man. So what you got for me, Miss Showtime? Well, you know, I was listening to um, you guys' conversation. And, um, you know, back in the day, if you didn't have money and I had money and it was a run, everybody made the run if you had money or or didn't have money. You know, everybody would pile up in the the same motel room. We would break, you know, if I had a sandwich, I would give you half. You know, if uh, you needed some gas, we would pitch in and help you get gas. You know, we were more family oriented. But now the clubs nowadays, it's all about the business and the dollar. It's not no family unity no more. Well, that's one That's one of the things that's different too, Ms. Showtime, is that you got to understand this. We're talking about back in the day where, it, it was it was a brotherhood thing from from the very beginning. Now, the, what has changed though, Miss Showtime, is that now, um, even when you help somebody now, they still talk about you. Yeah, I can help you. I can pay for your room to go and the whole nine yard. And then you got people that look for people to pay for them to go. You got some people in, that are in clubs that just cannot afford to be in the club. They can't never. Every time you go somewhere, you got to take care of them. You got to pay for them. And after a while, that gets worn out. What you're talking about is back in the day when. Hey, your check didn't come this week. You know, shit short at the house for you. We got you. But then when you hit, you took care of everybody else, right or wrong? Well, hey, let me tell you something um, quick. Yeah, yeah, in a way, you know, um, I'm not going to pay nobody's rent. Now. I wasn't like that. No, no, I'm, just, <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm talking about I'm on, on the bike set, making it on the run, yeah. you know. <laughs> hey, so you know, it, it was more, it was. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Ms. Stone, tell me what I'll tell you, and this is this is how it is. And I want you to understand, and y'all out there, she brings up a valid point, but understand, we're not addressing when you in a club and you get to the club and everybody, you know, because that's how it is, man. I can tell you this from every spot that I've been in, even when I was independent. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would just like link up with some people and we go on rides or whatever it is. It was always like, yo, you got a spot, we got you, we take care of you. I don't think that's what we're talking about. What we're talking about is foundation of people coming into clubs now is not about the individual coming into the clubs and they are viable to be able to be in that club because there are some people that can be in clubs and there's other people that can't be in clubs. If you don't have enough money to even pay to just go out of town or go out of state, if $100 is the difference between you feeding your family and you going on an MC event, you got no business being in a motorcycle club. And I think that's what I'm addressing in terms of that is it's it's tough out here. It's expensive out here. But we're always going to help a brother out. Shit. Hey, well, you, I mean, but you said it earlier. We're not talking about the ones that want a yeah, motorcycle. But, yeah. We're not talking about the no. ones that want a, Those that want a motorcycle. We we got them. We know who they are. We're talking about the shammers, the scammers, and the bullshit. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, but... Yeah, but listen, listen, back in the day, if you didn't have a place to stay, you know, you could just literally move in into the clubhouse. If your bike was down, all the brothers would get together and stuff together and, and uh, get your bike running. You know, it, you know, it, uh, everybody had everybody's back and those days are gone. And I understand why it's not like that anymore and, and I feel sorry for you guys because you guys didn't experience the, the uh, real brotherhood of the way it's supposed to be the way it is now is not supposed to be like this but it is because the whole world is like this I understand Yeah, I, I'm not saying that it shouldn't you know I, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be like that I know why it's like that because I know how people are nowadays, but I'm just saying back in the day, it was so beautiful. Didn't have it like that. Everybody pitched in, you know, if I ate, you ate, I got gas. You know, if I had to suck some of my gas out of my bike to put it in your bike to make it to the gas station, you know, it, it was brothers had each other's backs. You know, one of the most uh, things I was so uh, amazed about the chosen few I first got with that group, and I went to a funeral. They went and picked that body up from the mortuary in a red pickup truck, brought it to the clubhouse in San Bernardino, did the funeral, and went to the cemetery, and each brother had a shovel, and they did not leave till he was buried. And unless I'm mistaken, I'm pretty sure it's the same today. See, that's brotherhood. That's what I'm talking about, but you know, but but these guys is about the business, is about making money, you know, um, and and it's a shame, but it's um, it was a beautiful thing back there. 
you know, back then. And I just wanted to put my little two cents in. That's all. Thank you, beautiful. We appreciate it. Okay, and you guys have a nice day. There it is there. That's my girl, Miss Showtime, man. Like, I mean, the same thing that she's talking about, I can tell you without a doubt, it's the same thing that's happening right now. I'll I'll tell you, man, I'll share a story, man. One time we just got to the funeral place and the, 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 the damn machine broke. So they couldn't, they couldn't get down. So we was like, shit, hey, y'all got some shovels? And ultimately, we ended up digging a majority of the graves so they could actually place them down in the thing. And so when you look at that, it's, it's there. Things are there today as they were in the past. What we address and what I'm talking about is the things that have changed from today in the past is that you have individuals that are more worried about having a vest on than they are actually. And so then it starts the whole process of, okay, all he's there for a vest. He's never going to be there for you as a brother He's ne- or a sister. He's never going to be there in a process where if all of a sudden you need to, you don't have, he's going to give because it, <laughs> yeah, he, there, there's no concept of brotherhood there because He's, he hasn't broke miles with you. He hasn't broke bread with you. He hasn't done the things. All he's worried about is that vest, and that's the biggest aspect. Well, I mean, well, again, I think, again, though, girls, you, you said it. You, you clarified it when you said we're not talking about the brothers that want to motorcycle. We're not talking about the brother who motorcycle is broke, and he want to get that motherfucker fixed so he can make this weekend right. We're not talking about him. We're talking about the motherfucker who motorcycle broke. He don't, It ain't even in the shop. It ain't even, he ain't even got a, a destination or a time as to when he going to get it fixed. Oh, man, that motherfucker, bro, that shit, I ain't got time to fuck with that. We ain't talking about, we, that, that, that's the motherfucker we talking about. We ain't talking about the dude who who motorcycle broke, and he and he calling you, hey, bro, I just need, you know, $40, $50, man, to get the part, man. I'm, a, uh, you know, I'm going to do it myself. Okay. We ain't talking about him, because we, we all got brothers and, and sisters like that that are in our clubs that want to ride, that want to MC, that want to represent. That's not the people we're talking about. We talking about the motherfucker who did just enough to fool you in order to get by and going to do just enough to fool you to keep his vest. You feel what I'm saying? Well, that, the bad part is that it's not even a fooling anymore. The bad part <laughs> is the fact that they ain't even allowing these motherfuckers in there to prospect. Like that, that was the first thing that I learned. Now understand this people. When I was 10 years old, I got a chance to just talk with my family and just get some information. The first thing that I learned in this fucking lifestyle was in order for you to prospect for a motorcycle club, you got to have a fucking motorcycle. Mm. So that's Mm. why when I got my little mini bike, I was like, shit, I'm ready. I was 12 years old. Fuck it. (laughs) Now I look. No, sorry, you can't you can't join a club until you get 21. And so when you look at it, you say there's people that are motivated to be in this because they love this lifestyle. And then there's people that are motivated to be in this because they watched SOA, because they watched Biker Boys, because they watched this and they watched they watched the show that enamored them to the point that they wanted to be a part of this process. But the real people that love this shit and they want to be a part of this shit, I mean, it's just a part of their life. It's a whole different concept, a whole different level. And that's where the separation comes. And I would say to this, I mean, to anybody out there right now, if you allow somebody to prospect in your club without them owning a motorcycle, you failed your club, you failed your nation, you failed everything about what you're doing. You failed yourself. 
because you didn't speak up and you didn't address it. The first thing I said when that club came to us and wanted to have with two members, I said, fuck no. Tell them to bring fucking five members at a minimum. If they got six motherfuckers, all six of those motherfuckers need to present themselves right here, right now, on fucking bikes. No fucking questions asked. We don't even have to go through the rest of the process. They shouldn't even bring their ass back here and even have a conversation. And that's the whole thing that is not being done. It's like, oh, shit, y'all want to start a club? Uh, all right, y'all going to be our support club? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, y'all good. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, with that, you know, you know, every member has to pay this amount of money. Then you got to come over when we do yeah. Fridays. Uh, we, you know, yeah, that part right there, yeah. the bullshit. So anyway, listen. So to answer your question, when is it too hot for you not to wear your vest? Oh man, I, I didn't get it that one. <laughs> to answer your question, for those that I want to know, because a lot of y'all, you know, you treat your vest like you treat the Muslim on the corner. Like, man, I I would be a Muslim, but they ain't got no short sets. You understand me? <laughs> so understand this man it can never be too hot for you not to wear a vest if you own some motorcycle shit never okay um it, it can never be a situation to where you don't have a motorcycle for any uh, a long period of time and whatever your club said some clubs got what they call downtime your motorcycle can be down from this time to this time well hey what you they, say what? They call it really? down. They got downtime. They, they got downtime. You know, they got downtime. On season and off season. You know, well, right now, doing off season, you're both, you know, you can do this and do that. Okay. You know, but, you know, we, we, we know that there's our clubs that. Now, to all my wow. to all my founders and to all my, I started the club and, I, but, but y'all wasn't, when I was motorcycling, y'all wasn't even, okay, we got you, player, but do you got a motorcycle now? If not, go sit your ass down somewhere and be quiet. Appreciate you. It is what it is, but you got to have a motorcycle to MC. And another thing, understand this, and I and I said this earlier in the show. I'm gonna say it again. It is one thousand percent disrespectful for you to rock the same vest that I rock, and you are not invested the same way that I am. When it comes, hey, somebody to said it. Yeah, somebody said it. They 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 vested, but not invested. Invest. That part. Yeah, I mean it, that's one hundred right there. It's totally disrespectful. It, 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 listen, like, if you even allow your brother next damn. to you to say, "Man, I don't even know why y'all taking that shit this serious," you supposed to get this motherfucker out the club because this shit supposed to be serious. This shit is this shit is that serious, and it, and it's supposed to be that way because you because you work for it, you earned it, and you're trying to build something. You can't build something with half-assed motherfuckers. If you, if they half-assed, then your club gonna be half-assed. Your time is wasted. How you you wasting half-assed time the whole nine yards? And that's the thing that you gotta understand is that you can never get any of that back. If listen, I, I don't get, I got no clue, man. If I could get, listen, what I'm trying to tell you right now. If I could get back half of the money that I spent emceeing, <laughs> shit, boy, who you talking? <laughs> hey, God, hey, God. Boy, it'd be like winning the lotto around this motherfucker, man. Shit. It'd be like winning the lotto around this motherfucker, man. Hey, somebody said how you speak, how you speak loud. I'm going to tell you, man, um, <laughs> I I don't even know. I Look, if I gave, if I got back any of the money, it, I mean, just half of the money, a quarter of the money that I gave just out of my heart, because here's how I do things. So anybody who knows two guns knows two guns, and this is, they'll tell you this. Two guns will never let you borrow money. I won't. I won't let you borrow money. Ain't no such thing. But I will give you money to help you out. Now, 
regardless of how a cup plays itself out, you're not going to borrow money from me because I'm never going to have that situation where you owe me. The whole concept that comes down to, and if you're my brother and you need, I'm there for you. I'm going to take care of you. It's not even a question if I got it. But I'm never going to give unless I got it. That's the first concept I want to kind of bring that in. Second one, I don't know what the fuck people was talking about. They can't wear their motherfucking vest when it's fucking hot. Are you kidding me? Like, get the fuck out of here with that. I mean, I don't even understand how you even just... I, look, I'm in fucking North Carolina. I done rolled through Georgia. I done rolled through fucking Alabama. I done rolled through Mississippi. I done rolled in full leather. I mean, just a motherfucker, you know, I mean, it's literally. So if it's too hot for you to wear your vest and you can't wear your vest, then maybe you don't need to be riding or maybe you don't need to represent those colors because it don't matter whatever it is. If your, if your nation or whatever it is, if they don't allow denim vests, you fucking ride. I, I don't get it because back in the day, can't give a fuck what you had on, man. You rode. If you had a leather on, you rode. If you had a fucking denim on, you rode. You just rode. It didn't. That shit didn't even fucking fatten you. But I, I just I seen it. Today. I seen it, man. It was this this weekend. Mother showed up. T-shirts, soft colors. Like really? Mm. Like you part? You part of the MC? But yet. Party on MC got their colors on. The other part got soft colors on. Like, how how that work, man? How that work? I, I don't I don't understand the whole concept that I don't understand how I even fathom that. But uh, and I do want to give a shout out, man. Big Papa, man. Hey, uh, Big Papa and Outcast. I see y'all in the building, man. Chose a few uh, North Carolina, man. Number but love and respect for them two guys, man. They just they put it down. I actually chose a few, man. All the cats in North Carolina, they good folks out here. So just want to shout that out real quick. All right, so listen, man, let me say this. A lot of y'all don't understand, you know, because you're not that invested. You, you know, you're not that invested into your MC. A lot of y'all, for y'all, this is just some cool shit. You know, it, it's cool. You know, it's it's cool. It's, you know, it's some fly shit. It's this and this and that. You know. Um, but understand this. If if <laughs> If you don't understand what we're saying, if you don't understand, you know, that the vest is more important to you as a person per se. If you don't understand that having a motorcycle is mandatory minimum requirement. If you go down, your brothers want you back up. If you get down, your brother's going to help you get back up. If you take a loss, the brother's going to help you get it back, but you got to want it back. You got to have, they got to know that you want it back. It's not my, listen, Oh, I'm going to say this. It's not my job to make sure that you motorcycle, to make sure that you got a motorcycle. It's, it's not my job. Hands down, it's not my job. Call from. Caller, state your name. Where you calling from? That's Pirates MC. My name is 5150. What's going California. on, 5150? How you doing, sir? <laughs> that's pretty my good, man. pretty good. good for- that's my man. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for me, 50? Is two guns up on this call too? Yeah, he on there. He on there. You live on the air, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Two guns. I got some more Cubans for you. I'll send them to you later. Listen, don't talk about me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Was he alone? Yeah, he's still there. All right. I guess he's still there. Yeah. So I want to speak on what I see. Go ahead. Uh, what I see in the type above the uh, 
it says about being in the MC and still wearing the colors, a t-shirt, all that stuff. Um, if you're going to be in the MC, we all have our class A, which is the cut. And you go to a picnic or something, you got your class B or C, which is your t-shirt. But when you're rolling with an MC, you got to be wearing your cut, you know, and you got to earn that cut. And if you don't have a motorcycle, get out. Mm. You have to earn this. You have to earn this keep. Our forefathers who founded clubs back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and probably their members are listening right now, know how hard those clubs struggled during times when some of them didn't like each other and the cops didn't like them Big time. to keep MCs around to this very day, 2020. Big time. So for us to wear a patch on our back and even ride down the city of Los Angeles or New York, and still get bothered by other clubs or the police, you earn that shit. Mm. And to have trust to come into these clubs with all of that heat from other clubs on your back and the police, you have to be trusted. You earn that shit. So these wannabes that want to roll in clubhouses, it costs too much and you got to have, you know, party nights and annuals and, weekly events where you're trying to pay the rent back in the day, the members paid the rent, you know, that was among the dues and the money that they tossed in, you know, and if you were to go to a clubhouse as a girlfriend or a wife or a civilian, you had to stay with a member who invited you in. You didn't stray around the clubhouse like they do these days. (laughs) <laughs> and the clubhouse had motorcycles parked out front, not cars and vans and SUVs. They had motorcycles parked out front. Yeah, poor. And everybody that's listening knows that. Well, they should. I know, know a they, clubhouse. They, they should know it. Fifty. They should know it. Yeah, but if they knew it, me and Two yeah. Guns wouldn't have one of the most popular MC shows out right now. <laughs> right. Hey, <laughs> Represent. Hey, I mean. But, you know, I, there's a, there is, I don't mention other clubs' names because it's not my club, but there is a clubhouse in South L.A. that still has the rules of the club on the wall from the way it was when they were born. Mm. And, and that's the way it was, you know. And, and there's still some clubs that practice that. Okay, what you got, Guns? No, I was going to say, man, like, you know, one of the things that they, and I'll tell you guys out there, again, I don't vouch for a lot of folks and I don't vouch for a lot of people out there, but me and 5150, we've been chatting with each other, man, since damn near five, six years, man. So when I listen, you know, he calls me up and we chat, we talk, and the main aspect of 5150, and you guys need to understand, is, is he's vouched in L.A., Cats know him in L.A., they know him all over California, they know him all over Southern California, Northern California. And, you know, when you have people and stuff like that that have been in those clubhouses and he has history in those clubhouses, what he's speaking about is absolutely true. And that's one of the things I think a lot of people don't get a chance to see because they don't get the fuck out of their damn house or they don't get the fuck out of their area and get a chance to actually go out and break bread and see other shit. Because the second, the first time you ever roll into a fucking clubhouse, the clubhouse rules is on the wall, you're like, whoa, what the fuck is them? <laughs> because 
that's not that's an anomaly. That's not something you see in every clubhouse. And the whole aspect that comes down to it with that is a lot of things that we address now and a lot of things that we talk about now are going to be just old school values and old school traditions, but it's some things and some of the stuff that's not being passed down and those things aren't being passed down. And the reason why they're not being passed down first and foremost is exactly what we're talking about is because MCs are allowing people to come into their fucking clubs first off. And they're not even one, they're not fucking prospecting. They might prospect a few weeks, whatever it is, and bam, they're gone. And then the second biggest aspect is, They'll turn around and, uh, oh, he doesn't have a bike, but he's going to get a bike. We're going to patch him in. I mean, that, those are those are things that, again, your bylaws should have already addressed that. that you know, he, But he shouldn't even started before that process. And it should be understood because, again, like I've said, a real motherfucker that wants to be a part of an MC, he's going to do what the fuck he has to do to be a part of the MC. If he don't want it, then you don't want him. You don't want a motherfucker that don't want to be a part of it because somebody already said it. He don't want to be a part of it. There's nothing that he's going to do to your club or for your club that's going to benefit because it's always going to be about what he can do, about what he can get out of it. And as soon as he gets what he can get out of it, he's going to move on. He's going to go away from your club. That's just real. Right. I feel you. And, you know, like you said, Two Guns, I've been places that very few people of my color get to go. And the reason is, is because because my hand is out in front of me. I shake a man's hand before anything else. You know, I don't break that trust or that loyalty. I don't go out and post shit on social media, and I don't go talking behind my back to other people. I just don't do it. And when it comes to other clubs, that's not my business. That's your club's business. If you invite me into your clubhouse, I'm going to honor your rules. And, and, you know, come in there and support, and then I'm going to get on my bike and leave. And when you come step into me and my club or my events, then I expect the same courtesy. And with my club and with me, that's been that way for, you know, 13 years in South L.A. and 45 years of me riding on motorcycles, period. And that's the reason I get to move into the circles that I move in. And, you know, like I said, I don't want to mention clubs, but I'm grateful that they have allowed me to come and, you know, break bread with them or ride with them or attend their funerals, et cetera, et cetera. So when I hear these whiny conversations online about, you know, prospects or how long you prospected or people that don't have bikes, it really breaks my heart and I get sick of it and I cut it off. So my solution to that is I don't fuck with those people. I just don't fuck with them. So you be about it. Don't talk about it. Just be about it. And people will fuck with each other who are about it. If you're not, you'll notice a lot of these OGs, they don't talk to these people that are not about it. They're floating around in the party circles, but they're not in the real MC circles. Yeah, not at all. Won't even, won't even acknowledge them. You know. So I, I don't want to be too long-winded and take up anybody else's time. I love you guys. No, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate and, and I love my sister. I, I love... I love my sister Showtime. She's still riding over 70-some years old. She's still riding. I'm sorry. I had to shut that stuff out anyway. I hear you. I hear you. Y'all take care of yourself and be good. Yeah, all right, man. Appreciate you. I'm sorry. I had to shut that stuff out. I don't know. Y'all hear something, Mike? Yeah. You might.
mic is off. I'm sorry. There you go. Caller, state your name. Where you calling from? This nephew. Okay, All right, turn your phone down, nephew. Turn your background down. Yeah, you echo. Oh, no. no, he probably. No, he probably just got his. He got to turn his phone down. No, whatever, whatever you're listening to me on, you have to turn that down. Hey, call him. Just say, hang up and call him. Hold back. On. He called back. All right, there you go, right there. There you go. Oh no, that's hey. no, that that cuts him all the way off. Nephew, you there? Yeah. Okay, there you go. What you got mm-hmm. for me? Okay. My bad. My bad. Uh, my question. I've been hearing you keep talking about. When you're MCing, when you're MCing, when you're MCing. So my question is, um, what do you consider MCing? Is it in my book? Anytime, I don't believe it as putting on a vest because I get on my motorcycle. That doesn't work for me. If I'm doing club business, that's MCing. When I meet my bros, then I'm MCing. If I'm, I'm just riding to be riding, that's not insane to me. It's not. So please give me you guys' definition of what you consider insane. Brother, you just answered the question you're down, so how are you going to ask a question mm-hmm. and answer it? <laughs> you understand everything yeah, you're I you're understand just, that. Okay, well, you, that, you just answered the question. This is what I'm trying to do. Listen. Hey, everything you said is insane to me. The only, <laughs> time that, look, the only difference with insane with me is I, if I'm on my motorcycle, uh-uh. I, I wear it. I mean, I, I wear, there, there's nothing that goes in between me. I don't give a fuck if I'm, if I'm going to work, if I'm just going down to the store, if I'm going to just bullshit around or ride around or whatever it is, I always wear my colors no matter what. That's just how I am. And uh, But everything else you said is, that's MCing. I mean, if I'm going to be around my bros, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But the main aspect of it is, is I think, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say, y'all. <laughs> no, what it, what it is is this. I got it. What it is is this, nephew. Anytime if you if you leave your house with the intentions of going to function with the MC, with the bros, with other clubs, you're going to an MC event, whatever you're doing, that's MCing. If you left your house on your motorcycle to MC, then you're MCing. Okay. Now, like you just said, there is an exception to the rule. This has been a rule from day one, but it's a reason why this rule is important. If you're by yourself, if you leave the house and say, hey, man, I'm just going for a ride to clear my mind. I'm just going to hang out with myself. You're not going to meet with any brothers. You're not going to a motorcycle event. You're just riding your motorcycle. Then they made an exception that you don't have to wear your vest. And the exception was, based on the research I've done, is that because if you're by yourself and something happens to you, people are more likely to stop and help you if you don't have a vest on because you're by yourself. That That is the rule for that. But if you are by yourself and you have a vest on, people most likely will not stop and help you unless they are motorcycle friendly or motorcycle related. And then they understand that. But the average, uh, uh, um, what they call non MC, the average, uh, the public, if they see you by yourself and you don't have any colors on, you're just a dude out riding your motorcycle. You're a regular guy. You know, you're not the, the vigilante, but when you put that vest on, <laughs> When you put that vest on, no matter what you are a preacher, whether you're a preacher or a deacon, or what, when you put that vest on, you are the scum of the earth. 
and then they shy away from vests. You know, it just is what it is. So when we say when you're emceeing or not emceeing, what I'm saying is this, and, and this is what, let's, let's get this understood. What I'm saying is this, is that you cannot leave your house, put on your outfit or your uniform, you know, your club t-shirt, you know, it got the logo, it, you know, it, you know, it got this, you got your matching socks on with the matching shoes, with the matching shorts, you know, you got all the shit on, but you don't want to wear your vest because you got on orange and your vest is black. You got on light blue and your vest is black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got on green and your vest, the vest don't go with my outfit. It don't go with my ensemble. You know, and, right and yeah. Only only gray shirt I own. Everything else I wear is either black yeah. or And, and that's most motorcycle. Everything, I'm, 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 I'm mostly black. I'm just now, I got a few colors, but I'm just saying, um, you can't use that as a substitute because you want to look good on your motorcycle. You want to, nothing looks, nothing should look prettier. Nothing should look flyer. Nothing should look more color coordinated on your motorcycle than your vest, your vest and your motorcycle. Those are the most important. Agreed. So, so go ahead. My going to work is not considered in it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not. No, no. That's the option. But it's not But that's the option that you have. That's what we're telling. But Guns are saying he don't give a fuck what he doing. He wearing his vest twenty four seven, and and that's his option. But that is the option that you have. In, you know, as an MC, yeah. if you going to work and you know you it's it's cold and it's, you getting up that morning, you you know whatever you want to, be, then do your thing. You know, do your thing because you're not going to MC. It's, you're not doing nothing MC related. So, I mean, like I, I, I said, my vest on top. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm but but then again, like I said, but that's just that's but that is the option and that is the exception to the rule. So, but you answered your own question. You MCing, brother, and you wearing your vest when you MCing. I, I put it like this: I hey, know you, you, you I know you, and I know you wear your <laughs> you. <laughs> so, at it though the way I look at it and what I address is my definition of MCing is when you represent in your club your nation or whatever it is and you have a value of love for your you know for basically being out there and representing your nation it don't matter if you in hard soft whatever colors you want to be in it's your dedication to your nation because I don't have to wear fucking colors, and I'll tell you every you know. Fuck y'all, motherfuckers. This is where I'm from. Fuck you. It's, it's, you know, it's cold. Do you get up that morning? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the at the end of the okay. day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you you hit it on the you hit the nail on the head. You it's it's MCing is 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 the MC. It's the attitude. It's the light. It's all of that incorporated. So if you're not MCing, yeah. if you're not motorcycling. Then hey, it is what it is. But if you are a motorcycle, just just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, I'm gonna meet up with my homeboys, and then we are gonna go to Devil's Peak. That's motorcycle. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's that, that's two or more. That's motorcycle. So, uh, but I appreciate you. I, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to get the definition out there for those that don't know. And I got you. I appreciate you for that, nephew. Hey, here's one, man. I'm you telling, man. This, yeah. This what got me. This what got me into this lifestyle. I mean, really kind of, it made the point about wearing black leather, man, was when I saw motherfucking Holly Berry and motherfucking Catwoman. <laughs> oh, nasty. Oh, nasty. You just old nasty-ass motherfucker. Motherfucking nasty, man. 
I'm just saying, man. That's it. I was all in after that shit right there, man. <laughs> hey, listen, man. My man Rick said, are active U.S. armed forces in the Middle East where they flock over uniform K AR pistol, 50 snipers, and other gear in the hot minis? There's a, so why an MC going to complain I mean, too hot? So it is what it is, man. Oh, game. I, I've been there. I've been there. Oh, game. The same shit they talking about. I done been in a fucking mop suit, mop four level mop suit, basically sweating. Shit come. I mean, you sweat that you don't even know you had coming out your body. And completely understand that motherfuckers are talking about, oh, I can't wear my motherfucking vest because it's too hot. Man, get the fuck out of here. Spend one day, one day in the Middle East. 120 and you, yeah, yeah, for you, you're talking I, about. I'll tell you guys this, man. This, this was one of the first times that I actually thought about. It. I was just like, man, this is ridiculous. I was in Cairo, Egypt. I actually, I rode from Alexandria, Egypt, and I rode to Cairo, Egypt. And we just happened to, man, we was on the road. It's, it's about a two hour trip or whatever it is. And I had on full leathers, and it was a hundred. I mean, we left out at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock. By the time we got there, it was just at lunchtime. By the time we got back, it was about four o'clock. I rolled back, and I never had seen anything like term sweat. Nah, I mean, I was like, wow, heat exhaustion, drinking all kinds of water, trying to motherfucking just, you know, it was crazy. And so, like when I look at that, I look at those aspects. I wasn't riding because I was an MC. I, I was an MC, but I wasn't riding at that time because I was an MC. I was riding because I loved to ride. And fuck it. If it's hot, it's hot. If it's cold, it's cold. Shit, I done rode in minus fucking eight degrees. That part. Wind, wind chill factor up to hundred uh, to minus 30. My dumb so, ass, snowman bet me $100. I wouldn't ride in the snow to the clubhouse. My dumb, for $100, I didn't kill myself. Hey, look, I, I'm, I'm, ready to do, I'm ready to do the naked mile minus zero. So in the summertime or whatever it is, I, somebody in Chicago or whatever it is, I'm going to do a naked mile hundred uh, minus zero degrees. So wow. just let me know what's up. <laughs> there it is. Hey, so listen, man. We hope you guys was able to learn something from this. Check this out, man. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna say this again. FHO, we got a tow truck, man. We towing, man. We got, we got. I know, right? We on point, man. For hey, real. Hey, we did have, we did have somebody that was on you. I think Facebook or not on Facebook, but yeah, uh, YouTube, man. But uh, his name was John Green. Tell him, to, tell him to come to MC 101, man, and just touch up uh, whatever it is. I'll, I'll chat with him about it. Yeah, MC101 is MC1. For those of you guys that are are on YouTube or or IG, whatever, MC101 is a Facebook page. That's the page that Gun started and run. It's a page that's respected. You can ask whatever question you want to ask. If you don't know, nobody's going to ridicule you. Nobody's going to laugh at you. Um, They're going to respect your question. They're going to answer it and give you the the, the advice the way it's supposed to be. So, MC101, it's all one word MC101. Tradition and Protocol on Facebook. That is a, a page and a group that this whole thing starts from. So check it out. Give it a shout out and give it a chance. So that's what it is, man. So listen, man, FHO Torn, check this out, man. If you're on the road truck and you ain't got to come off the road, man, call your boy Sal. I'll come pick up your motorcycle and get it to the shop and then get it back to the all house, right. man. The whole night. All I need is the keys and somebody, you know, leave it out front, whatever. 
if you can't make the appointment time, you got to go to work. I got you, man. We torn. We serious about it. We ain't playing no games. It is what it is. Let me run y'all this commercial one time. And then we're going to get ready to close out, man. FHO Towing, your premier luxury motorcycle towing company, specializing in all motorcycles, ATVs, trikes, and cycle-related vehicles. FHO Towing is bonded, licensed, and insured. Why tow with the rest when you can be towed by the best? Contact FHO Towing at 404-423-8183 or 404-593-9695. Can't get it to the shop? We also pick up by appointment. Don't forget, we know how to take care of your ride because we ride. Follow us at FHOTowing.com. Instagram, FHO underscore towing. Facebook, FHO Towing. The Chosen. Yo, yo, test one, two, test one, two. Street in the building. I'm riding with my homie Big Cell. FHO Radio, the podcast with the FHO NIC. Big Cell, Lil Debo, aka the Brown Eminem. Coast to coast. On the mics. Fast Harley's only. Get with it. What you got for him, man, as we close out? What you got for him, man? Hey, last thing, man, I got this. I, I got the trip coming up, and what I'm going to try to do, I've always been one that I don't like to do the money for whatever it is, but I do got a trip coming up, man, looking at a couple folks, man, that's, um, you know, like they came out. We're going to probably come out with a shirt uh, for the MC 101 page. It is going to be a limited edition. I'm talking... Maybe less than 50 uh, max. I think I talked to him, said maybe 100 at the max, but it's going to be a limited edition. I'm not doing this. Uh, what I'm going to try to do, I already got shit order right now. I'm doing live cams, live broadcast the whole way. I'm going to California. I'm going to give you guys a perspective of how it is to ride uh, from the east to the west and just break bread along the way, whatever it is, hitting those local spots. So, an opportunity for everybody to do that. And addressing, you know, I like, like throw out some sponsors, whatever it is, but I'm going to touch everybody back with a shirt or whatever it is. So it definitely ain't going to be about, you know, me making money or whatever it is, but it will go towards uh, just paying for like hotels and shit like that. But the whole thing comes down to it. I just want everybody to get a chance to see what it's like to be on the road and ride because I really don't think that's been done yet. And so I'm going to try to do that. I got double cameras. Um, so, you know, it should be a good thing. So we'll catch up on it. There it is there, man. My man, two guns. So listen, he finna do a ride. He gonna give you a t-shirt. He looking for, you know, some donations. He ain't tripping. If you do, you do. But he gonna create this t-shirt to help with this journey that he's on, man. And I'm gonna tell you something. I've done it many a times, but to see it from the perspective of a one percenter, it would be definitely a blessing and a lesson for us to have. I know I'm gonna definitely donate to you, bro. You already know you got at least 
three takes of gas, four takes of gas on the kid, man. You understand me? So it is what it is, FHO. We're going to do our part, man. But listen, Tampa is still going down, man. The Tampa Jamboree, man, next month, June 24th, Tampa, Florida is going down. If you got any questions, two guns are going to be there. I'm going to be there. So if you got any questions about it, it's United Bikers with a Z, B-I-K-E-R-Z.com, UnitedBikers.com. All information is there, hotel information, however you want to do it. It's going down next month. So um, I know a lot of people is, is, is ready to get out, ready to ride their motorcycle. So that will definitely be a start. But that's what it is, folks. We love you, man. And in closing, I want to tell you this, man. Motorcycling is supposed to be something that should be taken serious. It's, you know, you hear a lot of people say, man, oh, this shit is just a hobby for me. It ain't that serious. You know, well, you're in the world and you're in the way. You're in the world and you're in the Absolutely. way. You know, so understand that, man. For some of us, we live it. For some of us, we eat it, sleep it, breathe it. We fuck it. We do all of it. You know what I'm saying? So that just is what it is. But at the same time, have some fun. Get out and see the world. And respect the fact that the OGs before you made it all possible. You feel what I'm saying? Without them struggling and fighting and, and, and winning wars and battles and standing their ground, none of this what we're doing today would be possible. Stay safe out there with the COVID-19, man. Um, don't don't fall for the wooden nickel. It's out there. They they passing out wooden nickels. Everybody got that twelve hundred. Be prepared to give it on back. You understand me? But enjoy it while you can have it. You know what I'm saying? Do your thing. Uh, and again, man, I love you. They know you can do about it, man. We gone, man. FHO Podcast Radio. Stay tuned, man. We got so much shit going on, man. will be told. We promise you that.